Welcome back to the Sunny and Ween Show. This is Elise. And this is Savaya. We're stoked to have you here and we're stoked for this episode because two things. One, it's about aliens. And two, we have a special guest with us. Hey, I'm Kenzie. Kenzie has been our friend for like four years. Yeah, we moved into the same neighborhood like in the same month. Yeah, like the same week. Oh yeah, true. Mm-hmm. So we went to church and we were just like looking at each other. Like like we both knew that we had just moved in and our moms were like, talk friends. to each other, guys, come on. <laughs> like we were supposed to like be friends, but both of us were just like nervous. Yeah. And then finally you texted me about like volunteering at the school. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then we just started hanging out, and we've been friends ever since. Yeah, we just, like, pretended that we had been talking, like, every single week at church until we just were, and we just never addressed that, like, we hadn't talked before. (laughs) Yeah, it was just, like, instantly just, like, best friends, and then we just pretended, like... Yeah, we were just like, no, we've always talked, like, it's fine. We've always been friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, Kate. I'm so excited for this episode because July 2nd was National UFO Day, and I will take any excuse to talk about conspiracy theories and aliens. I mean, you know, in our last episode about conspiracies, like, Elise and I got into it, so we were like, "Mm, we gotta do this. So we are doing today's episode all about aliens, conspiracy theories, and basically anything about aliens, UFOs. We're going to share a couple stories, and all of us have done like our own research on aliens, and we all have a very different perspective about aliens. Well, I don't know if they're very different, but we have different stories. Different stories and different theories, and I don't know. It's going to be kind of like a mosh pit of alien stuff, but I'm so (laughs) excited. Yeah, and hopefully this doesn't get too scary because, I mean, I know that the documentary I watched was creepy and it was very scary. So hopefully this doesn't get into, like, scary vibes. It just gets into, like, the alien fun vibes, you know? Yes. So to start... Wait, do we do we have a hype slice today or no? Yeah. Let's okay. do a hype slice. Let's do hype slice. Hype slice is where we just, like, pump up the audience, make them feel good about themselves. Okay, okay this is my hype slice for you. Guys, it is okay to delete and unfollow. That's True my that. Because sometimes I, I'm like so sentimental or I'm like holding on to something or someone because I like want, I just am like hoping that something will happen. But this week I learned that like the power of just deleting things, like text conversations with people you don't talk to anymore if there's somebody that like you see their posts on social media and it just like does not benefit you like it does not help you it just makes you feel sad or it makes you overthink you need to unfollow that person and even though it's hard I'm like I did that and it was like the most freeing thing of my entire life so never feel ashamed to delete conversations or unfollow someone 100% release what does not serve you like it's not helping your energy Mm -hmm. yes I love the way you said that all right let's get into this so we actually asked for um alien story submissions nobody delivered but I think (laughs) we're not hating on you guys because me and Savaya we grew up hearing alien stories from our parents or my mom specifically and our aunts and uncles because they grew up in Alaska and 
UFO sightings are so normal there. And so for us, it seems like UFO sightings and alien stories are so normal. But then we realize that like, maybe that's not so normal. And like, most people probably do not have an alien experience or know someone who has had an alien experience. Yeah. Um, so we definitely have stories that we want to share like from aunts and uncles. But also I do want to say, Kenzie and I were hanging out the other night and we were i forgot what we even were talking about how we got into it yeah i have no idea i you did bring up the podcast and i brought up my hometown in oregon was the first town to have a ufo sighting and so we have alien day parade like every single year may 11th and i think that's how it came up yeah and i think like i heard the parade thing and i was like wait what that's yeah, like we have like a whole parade so every then year i figured out that kenzie studied aliens and she actually knows like a lot about conspiracy theories with aliens and i was like bro do you want to be on our podcast (laughs) like super last minute and yeah so i think this will be really fun because we will get to hear her insights as well so these are actually stories from my aunt she just sent me a text i haven't read them yet so i'm excited i might have heard these stories before but I have three good stories. Growing up in Alaska, we would see crazy lights in the sky all the time and knew lots of people that swore they had seen UFOs. One time, I was camping with my dad and a family friend. We didn't have a tent, so we were just laying on the ground looking up at the sky, talking, of course. The stars were amazing, so we were stargazing while we talked. We noticed a light going across the sky at a pretty quick rate. We watched it till it went down the horizon, commenting on how fast it was moving. Literally about 30 minutes later, we see it coming from the opposite side. It seemed impossible, but was so consistent and in exactly the place it should have been if it was orbiting the earth. We watched it till it was right above us, and then it stayed in one place, but was kind of squiggly. We realized it was going out of space, so literally something orbited the earth in about an hour and then went back out to space. One of the most amazing things I have seen in my life. Another time while we were living out here by the ocean, we had a concrete pour, which she does construction. This was in the winter when they take a long time to cure. So it was like 10 at night. Jay, her husband, had gone to the job site working that slab. We had also poured a smaller slab at our house to extend the driveway and I was working that. There were lights on me and the slab while I was working, something flew up. I thought it was a helicopter, but it totally hovered over about 30 feet from me like it stopped to watch me work for a while. It probably hovered for about 30 seconds. It was shaped like a big copter with a light on the front and back, which helped me see what size it was. There was no wind like a helicopter would make. After about 30 seconds, it flew off. I just assumed it was a military chopper since we see military flying out here all the time. But when I explained it to my husband later, he said it could not have been a chopper. Other people did see something in the area also. It was funny because I... Oh, I didn't get the rest of the text. Oh, no. (laughs) Dang it. Dang it. I just read it. So now we're on a real cliffhanger. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, guys. I'm going to text her really quick. And then I'll share the rest of the story if she texts back. But still pretty crazy that there was something that was like watching her for like 30 seconds. Yeah, that's crazy. I would be kind of terrified, but if you have the right perspective about aliens, it'd be, like, pretty cool. But I feel like I'd be terrified. I feel like I'd just be confused. Like, really, that that's what would be my reaction is, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, who is stalking me right now? But also, like, why is this light coming from the sky? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and why like, do I? Why am I so important for this mm-hmm. thing to watch me? Yeah. Crazy. Well, and like how paranoid we get when we're like a little nervous, it would be probably not great. <laughs> if I call you, Kenzie, and be like, "Do the craziest thing just oh happened," and then we like. Anytime people knock on our doors, we'd be like, oh my gosh, walk away 10 feet before I can open it. <laughs> Literally. But yeah, it's like creepy. There's so many stories. Like, I don't even know if I can do the story justice, but mom used to talk about how they would walk to like a friend's house in Alaska with all of their siblings and they would see UFOs all the time while they were walking down the street to their friend's house. And it was just like so creepy, but also so normal. And it's so insane. Like, I don't even know. One thing that I think about too is people are like, oh, maybe it was a drone or a helicopter or all of these different things. But there's so many physics Mm -hmm. things that go into it as well. Like if there was a helicopter, there would be wind. Or if it was a drone, you would hear it. Like you can hear a drone. You can hear a helicopter. But with these stories and these instances, you can't hear anything. But also like how often do you actually see a drone in the sky? You know? Yeah, totally. Um, I have one thing. Alaska totally has the most uh, UFO sightings, 100%. When I was younger, I watched this movie called The Fourth Kind, and I was going to bring it up today, but, like, I don't know enough about the story to, like, fully go into it. Mm-hmm. But it's about a town in Alaska, and they had a UFO sight, and they have, like, real footage in the movie. It's really scary. So, like, if you're going to watch it, be prepared. But it's really good and, like, has a lot of information about it. But I I just don't know enough to talk about it. That's cool. I'll write that down and we'll watch it. Yeah, I want to watch it. I have a lot of conspiracy theories, but I tried to narrow it down to, like, just the alien ones because obviously we don't want to, like, go full depth into all conspiracy Yeah, because once you go into one conspiracy theory, it goes into so many others. exactly. Oh, and there's so many related to aliens. Yep, so many. So I just, I tried to narrow it down to, like, my favorite ones. So I have two, like, super tiny, like, not much to go off of them, but they're, like, interesting to think about. And then I have two, like, actual stories. So, awesome. uh, the first, just, like, conspiracy theory, not really a story. There's a lot of people right now, specifically on TikTok, that are saying that on the back of the moon, alien spaceships are landing there and then taking smaller ships to the Earth. Whoa. Which, like... That's crazy. At first, I was like, I don't know. But then I was thinking, we don't have any pictures of the back of the moon, but we have pictures of, like, black holes. Just saying. True. Like, Hmm. why don't we have pictures of the back of the moon? Okay, question. Because I actually don't know. Does the moon rotate? No. So we only see one side of the moon. Oh. That's whack. Yeah. It rotates around us, but it doesn't spin. Okay, that makes more sense that they would be hiding back there. Mm -hmm. So that's just like a theory that's going around TikTok right now, specifically conspiracy theory TikTok. Yeah, okay. Uh, The other one, this one is super out there. I don't really know how I feel about this one. And again, we're not saying these conspiracy theories are real or not real. But yeah, these are this is just research. <laughs> this is just we don't research. want you guys to think we're crazy, yeah. but we may believe these. We may not. I don't know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you guys might think I'm a total whack job after this episode. <laughs> I mean, okay. you brought me on to talk about conspiracy theories, so you never know. We're all in this together. <laughs> okay, so this one, the conspiracy theory is that aliens have replaced certain government officials on Earth. 
Ooh. Okay, so there's a specific mm. video going around of Prince Harry and his wife. Oh my gosh. Where? Do you have it? I, Can you find I, I mean, it? I could find it, yeah. I, okay. I could find it, but it would take probably 20 minutes to find it. Okay. Um, where there's like a video of them and it looks like they're living Barbies. Like it looks like they had doubles come in. Super weird. Like mm. they have like a fake smile that's like set in place. And someone asks what? them something and they don't respond. They just stand there. It's super weird. That is so creepy. I watched the video and I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> I don't really no. know how to feel about this. But uh, that's like, uh, that was a big thing that was going around conspiracy theory TikTok like six months ago. That's crazy. Well, I have heard that people think that aliens are literally living on this planet mm-hmm. as humans. Yeah. That would be crazy. Like, what if Hunter is an alien and I just <laughs> married an alien and I had no idea? You know, like, do you think Good that point. they do you think that they like <laughs> make connections with people, or do you think they kind of stay off on their own and kind of do their own thing so that people aren't like sus of them? Well, if they were here, I, I just thinking like if they were here for like power or control, they're gonna go to not someone that doesn't have control over people. You know, they're going to yeah, go to government true. officials, they're going to go to celebrities, people that have influence. Yeah. You know, there's actually a lot of videos of, I don't remember the celebrity, but there's one celebrity who's like, eyes don't blink up and down half the time, they blink side to side. Wait, what? Uh-huh. Uh, wait, But it's that's not creepy. all the time, it's just How? like randomly, wait. it'll go side to side, and then she'll blink up and down afterwards. It's super weird. Wait, so you actually see your eyes blink sideways? Yeah, it's like a filter. On um, yeah, it looks really wait like weird. as if it like in a camera lens where there's like two mm-hmm. like two layers of lids. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so it's, you don't see your eyelids squish this way. No, it's it's like there's a filter that something. go across her eyes and then she blinks up and down. That is so creepy. Yeah, I don't remember the celebrity, up. though, because it wasn't like a mainstream one that I would have known before. Bro, that's it. not normal. I know. That was that was one of the videos I found under that conspiracy theory, and I was like, okay. Oh my god! It was a little stressful. I was like, oh my gosh, okay. That's terrifying. Yeah. Okay, so my next story. So when I was sixteen, I obviously I grew up in a town that was obsessed with UFO conspiracy theories. Right. That was just a thing all of my friends and I were interested in. Okay, so I looked into the Bermuda Triangle, naturally. <laughs> I love the Bermuda Triangle. Something about it is so intriguing. So I'm excited yeah. to hear what you have to say about it. Okay, so I learned in the Bermuda Triangle, there are crystal pyramids like on the bottom of the surface, 2,000 meters deep, and it's three times bigger than the Great Pyramid. Okay. Wow. Wait, like crystal pyramids? Yeah, it's like made of crystals. Okay, that would be amazing to see. I know, but... Here's the catch. People don't know how it got down there. So the theories are from Noah's Ark, if that did happen, Mm -hmm. or something put it down there, like an alien. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, but the thing is, when I was doing research on it, there were tons of articles, like so many. But when I went to look it up yesterday, just to like refresh my mind, Mm -hmm. all of them have been taken down. Except for two that remained. And at the end of it, they were like, this is just a conspiracy theory. And so I'm wondering, is this actually false or do they exist and the government doesn't want us to know? Oh, okay. 
can I, oh man, I have a conspiracy theory that kind of bounces off of this that I researched. Yeah. So, and it was through a documentary. It's from, um, this isn't part of the Bermuda Triangle, but they call it the Alaska Triangle where it's like, there's this documentary show about Alaska and they talk about what they call the Black Pyramid. So this is like so similar to what you're talking about. There was this guy that used to work for the military and he was looking at the map one time of Alaska and he noticed that there was this huge spot on the map that was just undiscovered. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even remember what it said exactly, but it was just undiscovered area. And he was like, well, that's kind of weird. And then there was another guy who was watching TV one time and it was right after a nuclear bomb went off. And some of the effects from the nuclear bomb were earthquakes that mm-hmm. went all the way to Alaska. And in this, while he was watching the TV, it was talking about how there was this black pyramid that was discovered. It was made of black stone in the middle of the Alaska forest. And he was like, well, that's like so interesting. Actually, it might've been the same guy. I I think it was the same guy. And he, um, he like looked at the map and he was like, oh my gosh, where they were saying this is, is in that undiscovered area on this map. So he's like, okay, this is so weird. He wanted to like figure out more about the Black Pyramid. Mm -hmm. So he like went to, um, he like tried to do research and he could not find anything on it. And it never showed up on TV again. He like went to figure out like, like what happened to that video that he saw on TV. And everybody he talked to was like, oh no, like that never, that never aired. I don't know what you're talking about. But there was one lady who had told him that somebody had, come to like the station Mm -hmm. where they were like airing this and they took those tapes they were like (gasps) these we need to take these these are like private like oh my gosh and so he was like that is so weird and that's so interesting so there's this lady who's doing research about all of this this other lady reached out to her and said i have had remote viewing experiences where i've seen a black pyramid and do you guys know what remote viewing is no no okay let me tell you it's kind of freaky and sounds kind of whack, but they actually used it during like world wars. The CIA used this technique. Remote viewing or RV is the practice of seeking impressions about a distant or unseen subject, um, purportedly sensing with the mind. Typically, a remote viewer is expected to give information about an object, event, person, or location that is hidden from physical view and separate at some distance. So basically these people are having these out-of-body experiences where they can see things that are in places that they aren't at or gotcha so for example they use this to find like different bombs that people were building the cia used this people doing remote viewing so it sounds like so weird but the cia used it so you're like Mm -hmm. how realistic is this so there was this lady who said that she had had remote viewings of this black pyramid And not just about the Black Pyramid, but that she had this viewing of the pyramid that's made of black stone that's in, that's kind of underground. And there's like a energy source coming from the bottom of it. Hmm. So um, that it's like basically emitting energy. And that there were people that were studying around it. There was like a door that led down into this underground study area probably like government or military that are doing research on this black pyramid so there's like no physical evidence about it but this lady had this remote reviewing and there's this guy who watched this video that all of a sudden just disappeared Mm -hmm. so it's very interesting but what's really cool about the pyramid 
and it emitting energy is if you look at ancient pyramids the reason why they built ancient pyramids were actually as energy sources oh yeah so the earth has what they call it like energy like an energy graph or there's like little patches of energy yeah and they like would lines yes and they would build these pyramids the ancient people would build these pyramids on those energy sources Mm -hmm. and that's how they would like get energy yeah was through those pyramids and so it makes total sense if the ancients knew about the energy that can come from the planet wouldn't extraterrestrials know Mm -hmm. and so the theory about this pyramid is that because it's in alaska there's a lot of alien spaceships that go around that area as well there's been a ton of sightings there it's believed that that pyramid is an energy source for ufos yeah that's so interesting the energy thing that just makes so much sense like if those crystal pyramids are really down there in the bermuda triangle that makes so much sense like there's so many incidences with the bermuda triangle yeah well Mm -hmm. even just thinking about stones Mm -hmm. that like small ones that we keep in our houses like they have energy and so imagine like a huge one Uh, yeah that's underground or underwater where it's like they have energy that's crazy yeah that is so insane wow that was a cool story yeah i just thought that was interesting you brought that up because i was like yeah. oh my gosh wait craziness yeah i was like obsessed with the bumina triangle when i was younger and i just think it's insane that now all of the articles i read when i was 16 are now gone oh it's creepy it's They're, so creepy obviously people are trying to hide information yeah. from us there were like hundreds i could not go through all of them like, and now there are two. I was like, it's a good mm. thing I, like, had this information already. Yeah, totally. So, I don't know. That's really weird. Super weird. Yeah. Okay, I have one more story. Um, okay. And I asked you guys earlier, you guys don't know the, I think it's pronounced, the dot, dot, le, love, dot, love, pass. It's in Russia. I'm sorry. I don't know how to say it. Like, we'll just up. say dot love. That sounds cool. <laughs> dot love. Well, I think it's an A because it's D-Y-A-L. No, D-A-Y. It doesn't matter, but <laughs> it's Russian and um, I'm pretty sure we're all saying it wrong, but that's okay because um, you know what? It's the shorthand for it is Devil's Pass. So we'll call it Devil's Pass. Perfect. <laughs> That's creepy, but perfect. Okay. So the story is that there were, this was 1950s, I'm pretty sure. So there were 10 college students. They were seasoned hikers, like very, very well hikers. They decided to go on a trek up this Devil's Pass. And they got up, I think, two days in, and one of the... um hikers they're the obviously if they're college they're like in their mid-20s he like starts to feel not great energy he gets in an argument with someone and he decides that he wants to go back down and not continue the trek and everyone else is like no we're gonna continue we're like two days in we're not going back so he leaves without any of like the shelter stuff that they have anything he just goes back and he's just on his own how far out have they gone like is this going to be a hard trek for him? It's, it, I mean, they say the Devil's Pass is one of the hardest treks to do in that area. Mm-hmm. And he's already two days in. They said it was going to be like a four-day trek or something. So he's oh, literally wow. like almost halfway in. Because when you're literally on your own, it's going to take mm-hmm. a little longer too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the whole half of the way was uphill, I'm pretty sure. 
Um, okay. And so he's just like going straight down. He goes straight to the village and he's just like hanging out there waiting for them to get back. Okay. So he's hanging out there. Two days later, they're, they're not back. And he is like, something's wrong. So he contacts law enforcement and they go up together. And what they see is horrifying. So they come up to like, it's halfway through. It's like in this kind of like valley area, but it's all covered in snow. Obviously it's in Russia mm-hmm. and it was like the dead of winter. I'm pretty sure. Um, so they look over and they see their, the tent half fallen over. Um, and in the back of it, there's a knife slice, like straight down the back, like not in the front where the opening is and everything is chaos. They walk up and there were footprints everywhere. Their shoes were in the tent along with coats, but none of their knives were with them. Are I mean, gone? in the tent, are they not they're there? all gone. They're all gone. What? All nine of them. So they are looking around and they find six of them died of hypothermia. Two died to physical chest trauma and one to a fractured skull. None of them had shoes. None of them had coats, but they had knives with them. So. Wow. I think I've heard of this before. That is terrifying. I know. So what they are like thinking something was in the front of the tent enough to scare them that one of them slid a knife through the back of it so they could all run. And all the foot patterns were going in opposite directions. And they're all scared. They don't bring their coats. They don't bring their shoes. They literally flee the site in a snowstorm. When they find them all, I think they had split up into like three or four groups. So like, I think the most of them were together in groups of two. But the footprints didn't go together. They, like, branched off and then ended up meeting together. Okay, yeah. One of them had climbed into a tree, and the, the one with the fractured skull. He climbed into a tree, but then somehow fell out of the tree and cracked his skull. Hmm. And that's how he died. Okay. All of the others died of hypothermia and the um, physical chest trauma. They have no explanation for the physical chest trauma. Yeah, that makes no or sense. Or why they ran. And that so many of them died yep. from that. It was something enough that all nine of them ran away. Like, they left everything except for their knives, which means they were worried about their lives and risked getting hypothermia, which six of them did. Yeah. So a lot of the theories specifically from the people in that area is that it was a UFO. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like, scared them so bad that they ran or they were like there to take them or something like that because it's a really it's a really difficult trek and not many people take it. But yeah. they were very seasoned professional hikers. They did it for fun, which I don't know how anyone could like do a trek like that for fun, but like yeah, you we, do you. <laughs> so at this point do they know that it's like something like I don't know, like we have the Skywalker Ranch. And they we kind of know that's scary. Yeah. So, like, there were rumors that yeah. it was something, like, There were rumors that something was up there, but it had never been confirmed like this before. Like, okay. nothing big had happened. They were just like, there's something up there. The energy is super weird. Ooh. Like, I just, you feel a presence when you're up there. But, again, not many people went up there because it was Ooh. a hard hike. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah, and then all of them died. 
all of them except were in the their one 20s, that left. except for the one that left. And wow. he's the one that was like, I have a terrible feeling about this. We need to go back. And he's the only one that went back. He's the only one that survived. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. And he wasn't even friends with them in the first place. He was going to do hikes and then met them like three days before the hikes. Mm-hmm. And he decided to come along with them. And then he had that feeling. And he argued with a few of them, I'm pretty sure. And then he went back. And so a lot of people are like, did that guy set them up? I don't think that's the case because he went and sat at the nearest village waiting for them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who this guy is, but any, like, good human would not Mm -hmm. do that. Yeah, and they had the whole um, Devil's Pass cut off for, like, quite a few days. And then... um, I'm pretty sure they banned it for a while of anyone going up there, but the government officials were very quiet with what they have figured out. Like, even now, we only have conspiracy theories, but it's pretty well known that they know what happened. Interesting. So, that's, like, one of my favorite conspiracy theories regarding UFOs. Like, I looked into it a lot when I found out, because it's just, like, that's such an unusual story. Totally. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal in that area, apparently, and it's, like, now it's kind of frowned upon to go up there. Gotcha. Which makes sense. Yeah, totally. Terrifying. Okay, so I have a few stories. My first one is about Rendlesham Forest in the UK, where there is a U.S. military base. Okay, so this has to do with the military, which is crazy because... I don't know. It's, like, so close to the government. It's not just random people. Mm -hmm. And this one was huge. So, on December 26, in 1980, at 3 a.m. I just had to put that in there. It was at 3 a.m. The devil's Devil's hour. hour. (laughs) Yeah, and I was just, like, I got chills when I heard that. The security saw lights, like, falling down into the forest. And so, they sent some people out there to investigate. There was a guy named Jim Penniston who led the investigation. So they walk out there and they see this like light coming from the woods. And so they go closer to it. And Jim Penniston um, says that he sees a spacecraft that's shaped like a triangle, which I think is very interesting. Now hearing from both of you guys that triangles are... It's like the power... um, Power source or energy. it's, It's like the power shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he goes up and he touches it. And he said that it was warm. And it seemed like it was made out of black glass, which is, I don't know, kind of crazy. And so then it shot up into the sky and it landed further away into the forest. So they try to follow it, but it kept moving and they just couldn't catch up to it. So eventually they go back to the base and. Honestly, they didn't really tell anyone what had happened because it was so crazy. They didn't want to sound crazy, so they didn't really tell people, but rumors did spread, so one of them had to have said something. But then two days later, the light came back. So this time, the lieutenant, instead of just like a random guy in the United States Air Force, they had the lieutenant go out there. And he takes out a big group of people to go check this out. So... They walked towards the area where Jim Penniston reported that spacecraft, and they said that there were weird indents in the ground that they had never seen before, 
and it just didn't make sense unless his story was true. They got, they had like a radiation reading type thing and they said like in that area it was just going off. Like there was something not right about the radiation there. So they never, it's the same thing where they can't really get to the light because it moves up and then goes far away and they can't get to it. So eventually they head back. But the lieutenant after this, like, now is an alien believer. He wasn't before, and now he's like, nah, there's no way. So government inspectors start to question them, and they don't really say anything. They're kind of acting like they've heard this before. Well, they give Jam a cover story, and they say, this is a story that you're going to tell people because you can't tell people that this happened here's your cover story. And he's like, well, that's not true. How can I lie to everyone? And apparently they give him sodium pentothal, which is, I can't remember what it's meant to do, but in the way that they use it was to make him forget. And I don't completely understand how this works. Like, oh, I think I know what you're talking about where it's like, it's supposed to make him feel at ease with what he knows and what he's not supposed to say. Like, okay. it's, it's not, like, memory forgetting, but it's supposed to, like, basically make him do what they want with ease. Okay, because I did, I looked it up and I did see that people called it, like, the truth serum. So yeah. maybe they're just, like, okay with just telling it how it is. Yeah, I, I think it's supposed to be something that, like, just puts your mind at ease about yeah. it and just okay. basically comply with what they want. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But what I did think was interesting is studies show that when people take this they're asked to count down from 100 and they can't seem to get past 95 like they go 100 99 oh, yeah, 98 97 96 95 and then they just forget i'm like okay that's actually super interesting but anyways this guy takes the sodium pentothal and he doesn't remember his experience for years it takes years to come back or maybe if it is like to make you decide yes, maybe it wore off and he was just like, no, I need to tell the truth or something. I don't know. Anyways, it took years for him to come out and say this story. And then also three years later, the lieutenant came out and told his story. And eventually the military base was forced to release it. So it was released in 2009. So about 20 years later, no, 30 years later, they released it. Well, the UK and the US made a secret task force to study these UFOs, but people say, like critics and stuff, say that it is mostly to see if it was Soviet Union aircraft and if they were kind of ahead of the game and they were trying to study to see if, like, the, the Soviet Union was ahead of the US and the UK with their spacecraft, but, I mean... A triangle that's made of black glass that just seems way too futuristic i don't know anyways so yeah that's the story of the military base in rendlesham forest okay i have one short story real quick that just like it's on the same base and it just came to my mind yeah um, go for it <clears throat> i was gonna talk about it earlier but then i couldn't remember a lot of the details and i can't remember the names of the of the guys in the story so i just like wasn't gonna share it but it's along the same line. So I just want to like share the details I remember. So there's these like four guys and they go camping and fishing at this same river like once a year all the time. They're like all great buddies. And one time. Wait, where is this river at? 
I don't remember. That's, okay, that's okay. why I wasn't going to say it because I don't remember yeah. the guy's but just name river. or the river. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm fine. pretty sure it was in Europe though. Um, but that's just like what my instinct says is that it was in Europe. But so they're at this river and the first day they're there, they like see this triangle in the water. Right. Mm. But it flies away before they can do anything. Okay. The second day they're there, it hovers above them. Okay. They see themselves going into it, like hovering. And then the next time they wake up, it's a week later. Like they blinked and it was a week later. I have heard stories like this. Yeah. Crazy. And so they come back and they're like, we just, what just happened? Like, they're not going to tell anyone. But some stories start coming out that they that people saw um, a triangle made of glass in the sky, like around what? the same time. Oh my gosh! And so um, they are like, okay, we have to tell someone because now like these are coming out. So they go to the local law enforcement and tell them, and they are just like, you guys are crazy. Like this mm-hmm. is not ha- that did not happen. You can't tell us anything about what happened to you in the last week. Like, were you kidnapped? And they're like, we have no idea. Like, their memories were gone. So, I think it was like a year later or something, they decided to go to therapy and I can't remember the type of therapy it's called, where like, it's not super science-based, where it's like you go into your mind to retrieve memories. Do you guys know what that's called? No, but I've heard of it. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. I just tried to look it up and I like could not figure out what it's called, but it's like psycho something. Obviously, like it's the psychology part is in mm. there, but I don't remember, but it's <clears throat> it's not super science-based. And so the hard thing with that kind of th- therapy is like your brain can make things up to process what you've been through. Mm-hmm. It, it oftentimes doesn't give you the true thing because you can't You're process it filling in the spot pretty much what you what your brain thinks could have happened mm-hmm. so all f- of these four guys uh, go into that therapy and what they basically see is all four of them strapped into chairs like the whole room is white they're strapped into chairs wait hold on they all they all saw this, this. <gasps> yeah but so they're like, they know that we they were being tested on that whole week. They saw the creatures that were in it. They all described them fairly similarly. Um, and then when they came out, all four of them were like, this is what we saw. But then a week later, when they were starting to make this a book about it, two of them said, no, actually, I didn't see that. Hmm, Super weird, right? That's weird. Interesting. So they made a book without those two people because they were like, we need to talk about this, but the other two, it's like a theory that they were getting threatened mm. by law enforcement. And so they didn't talk about it. I'm pretty sure they actually were in law enforcement themselves, those two people, if I'm not mistaken. But like that's, they went through that therapy. They all saw the same thing, but now they're like, no, that didn't happen. We didn't see that. And the other two wrote a book about it. Did Wait, do you know how they described them? Um, I did at one point. I don't know if I remember. It was, I know they said that they were extremely tall and possibly had multiple eyes. Ooh, creepy. 
I'm pretty sure they also said they were like green and purple. Like one was green, one was purple, but that could also just be like what I've heard from other conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting, like learning, like hearing all these different things yeah. that people say about what aliens look like. Well, I'm going to share something later that literally makes me feel like I understand aliens so much more, which it all makes sense. Yeah. With like how different they look. Anyways, I'll get into that later. Um, I think you should get into it right now. Yeah, 100%. You down? Right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Hunter and I listened to this Joe Rogan podcast. I love Joe Rogan. And it's just for reference. It's number 1,828. Like that's the casually, episode number. Casually, casually just, just bring that up. Just 1,828, <laughs> you know? And he has this like Japanese guy on there, Michio Kaku. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. But he's a scientist, and he does a lot of research on, um, like, not necessarily just extraterrestrials, but just technology in general and things that are ahead of what we see right now. So he talks about, like, different, um, I think he calls them phases of Earth and the technology that we have. So phase one is we're like he says that we're almost at phase one which in a hundred years will probably be there where you can manipulate stars and weather and movement and then there's phase two where it's even more ahead in technology and then there's phase three which is where he believes aliens are and so he talks about this thing that is actually like happening on the earth right now that we have figured out is you can put a chip inside someone's brain and by thinking they can operate technology so this can help people who have been paralyzed where they like can't turn off the lights and so they have a chip in their brain and they can just think like turn off the lights or different things like that and so the next step is you can put the the chip in the brain into an exoskeleton so there was a guy who at the world's cup i believe in brazil or something i could be wrong on this but he was paralyzed and they made it so that he had an exoskeleton and his brain was able to communicate to his exoskeleton leg and say kick. And so he was able to kick the soccer ball into the goal at the World Cup as like a huge like movement thing, which is super interesting. And then they talk about how you can t- use your mind to control the internet with your feelings which is super interesting. I still can't really comprehend all of it, but there is a actor named William Shatner and he sat down with a scientist. I don't really know, but this person who knows a lot about this stuff and he answered questions for like two hours and they made it so that a computer could respond like he would. So they use all of this information. They put it inside the computer So, technically, when William Shatner dies, his grandkids can go to the computer, ask him a question, and it will answer it as if they're actually talking to their grandfather. I'm not even surprised because I feel like half the time I'll think something in front of, like, my Google Alexa or something, and then I'll get an ad for what I thought of. Like, super weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah, totally. It's like a thought. I I won't look into it. I won't say it out loud. It's a thought. And then I get an ad for it. And somehow the internet knows what you're thinking without even thinking it out loud. Not even surprised if that's like happening all over the world right now. 
Yeah, totally. Okay, so now moving into the alien aspect of it. This guy believes, Michio Kaku or whatever, he says that he believes that aliens are ahead of us. They're in phase three, okay? He says that you can digitalize your brain, shoot it into space, and put it into an avatar, okay? You use, like, something, like a creature or an avatar that you can create. Or a government official. We're just kidding. Official. Just kidding. <laughs> but what I'm thinking is you digitalize your brain, put it into an avatar, and that avatar can go around space because they're not human. Yeah. They don't go through the same things where they need oxygen. Mm-hmm. It's just an avatar with your thoughts. And so, if something happens to the avatar, it's no big deal. Yeah. So what if these aliens that are coming down, because you always imagine them as like kind of dumb, like they're, they don't really mm-hmm. talk, they don't look like us they look very like dumbed down if that makes sense just like eyes mouth body figure but they don't communicate but aliens if they do come to to earth they're very genius like they're very ahead of us so he believes and i'm starting to kind of think that it might be true is that these other extraterrestrials on different planets they digitalize their brain stick it into an avatar which is what we see as aliens and they come to us and it's just an avatar that sounds very plausible because why right. do you totally. think do you think they would put themselves in danger no way like, no and if they're this far advanced they would never do that yeah but it just like makes so much more sense why like we are as humans we are very detailed i don't know how to explain it but like mm-hmm. we have so much to us there's no way that these random things aliens that like look like green creatures are as smart as us and it just makes sense that they would yeah. just be an avatar with some information from these digitalized brains of these other creatures that live on different planets that are way smarter than us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's hard to like kind of say this on the podcast because i'm like i don't know how much i want to say The way that I view aliens is different. Like, I believe that aliens are like us. And I think that's because of my religious perspective and the beliefs that I have about God and about how God has created, I believe that God has created multiple worlds and that there are multiple worlds out there. And if God created them, he, I mean, I believe that God is like us and we're created in his image. And so why wouldn't other people on other planets, why wouldn't they look like him as well? Because they're using avatars. It makes sense now. So this kind of like goes into what I want to talk about in my perspective of aliens. And I used to be like terrified of aliens. I used to think that they were so evil. But after watching this documentary, it changed my perspective of aliens. And as I've gotten older too, my perspective has changed. But this um, this documentary is called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. And it's the coolest craziest documentary i've ever seen and honestly like i might sound like a total whack job so don't judge me and i'm not saying that i 100 believe all of this but i am saying that it does make sense that like this could be possible so there is a guy named stephen greer and some of you might have known or heard his name before but he is very big on that aliens are good and that they're protecting us and he has come up with this protocol of how to communicate with them, which I'm going to go into detail about a little bit later. But he talks about how there's different encounters that we have with these extraterrestrial 
or terrestrials um, of different kinds. There's five kinds. Um, and I can't remember exactly which ones are which, but basically like the first kind is like you see a UFO. The fourth kind is you get abducted by aliens. The fifth kind is where you actually are able to communicate with them. Um, but something that he talks about with aliens and in this documentary, not just him, but a lot of other people come on in this documentary and they share experiences that they've had with UFOs where they actually were trying to protect humans. They were trying to protect the earth, which is just so crazy because we hear all these stories about aliens like doing testing and abducting people and that they're horrible. But then we have these other people that are like, no, like they are trying to protect us. So one of the biggest things in my research that I've I've done is that the biggest thing that they believe that aliens are protecting us from is nuclear war and nuclear weapons because it can do so much damage to the earth. And um, there are people who have worked in the military and worked in the government that they call them whistleblowers <laughs> because they talk about how like they had experiences where they were doing nuclear war testing down in the like the white sands in Mexico. Yeah. Where they were doing nuclear war testing where they would feel that aliens were speaking to them. They would see UFOs, you know, around the sites while they were doing these testings, and they would feel the aliens telling them, please do not use these. Like, don't use these. Don't blow up your beautiful planet. But if you do, like, we will be able to stop them. We'll be able to prevent them from destroying your whole planet. So there have been people that have shared that experience and that they're protecting basically the earth from nuclear war. What I think is interesting about that too, when you're talking about nuclear weapons, is a lot of the people um, in the Rendlesham Forest uh, experience believe that the aliens were going there because it is, I mean, they haven't said that there are nuclear weapons there, but lots of people do believe that there are some like hidden underground, like a ton of them. And yeah, that would just make sense with your story that they're going there to protect well and it could very well be both like um as we were saying earlier um we believe that there are like multiple planets and stuff that have uh, life forces and like what our church believes obviously not going too far in depth with it but we have forces here that other planets don't and so if they came here there very well could be some that like stayed in like the protection, like needing to protect us and some that got corrupted because they've never had that kind of energy force. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there definitely could be both, which is also super interesting to think about. Well, just because you think about our planet, like we have people that are good and we also have people that are bad. Yeah, totally. And so it's the same with like other alien forces. Like there could be planets that have good aliens and there's planets that have bad aliens and there's planets that have both. Yeah. And so I think that, yeah, like some have really good intentions to protect us. And some, maybe they don't. Yeah. But well, and maybe they, they all had good intentions, but then they couldn't keep up those good intentions with the corruption that we have here. Yeah. You know, exactly. just like a thought. Mm -hmm. Well, and I also, one thing that I've thought about a lot too, is that if the aliens wanted to destroy us, if they wanted to take over the planet, and maybe they are, maybe they are in government officials, maybe they're slowly doing it and we don't even realize it. But like, wouldn't they have done it already? Yeah. If there are corrupted aliens here trying to take over, they obviously don't want to do it either all at once or they don't want it all to be on them. You know, they want to have some control, but not total control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Another thing that Stephen Greer talks about is that the government, you know, they used to hide 
all this information about extraterrestrials. They used to be like, there are not aliens. There are no other creatures that are visiting the earth. Like, it's just all like conspiracies. But over time, people aren't believing that, right? Because we just keep seeing these things. We keep having these experiences. Obviously, there are extraterrestrials that are visiting our planet. So the government, they change tactics and they decide that, well, we can't convince them that they aren't there, that we don't have extraterrestrials, like they're here. So maybe we can make them seem like they're bad. And so his belief is that it's the government who is trying to make us believe that aliens are evil and they're trying to take over the planet. Yeah. Do you have something to say? Yeah. So my brother, we talk about uh, aliens quite often. He just is like super smart so he just thinks about this stuff all the time but he came up to me and my mom a couple weeks ago when we were on a road trip and he said you know i feel like area 51 is actually a decoy for the real one and that's like they want the attention on area 51 so that the government can keep doing whatever they're doing in a different base isn't that interesting (gasps) that totally makes sense and the government can totally hide that yeah so this is like I love this. This is like so crazy because even you mentioning that, like the government, they want us to be scared of aliens. And his belief is so that we can all, it kind of unifies us as a world. And the government's goal is to make one world government. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like my mom and I talk about this all the time and people think we're crazy for it, but that's 100% what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, don't kill us. Don't think I'm crazy. Um, I don't really care, though, if you think I'm crazy. Okay, actually, though, this is kind of good because if the government comes at us, they'll just, they'll just give us money. Like, we'll be rich if we're <laughs> paid <right>. off. <laughs> or they'll uh, fake our deaths as suicide. Yeah, or give us that stuff that you said earlier. Yeah. What's it called? So <laughs> if sodium we die stuff. or get weird, this is probably all true. <laughs> well there's like a huge community that believes that they're doing the one world order and there's actually a lot of evidence towards it so that could very much be it like they're Mm -hmm. trying to make it so this our world unifies against any other life source oh yeah totally so it's yeah it's so interesting something that is so weird and so creepy and kind of messed up that a guy shared and i again like this is from the documentary i don't know if this is true i don't know if there's i still need to do more research on it i don't know if there's any actual evidence But because the world wants us to be afraid of aliens, he said that the government has faked abductions where they use people. I believe it. Yeah, they, okay, this is what's messed up. They use people with birth defects and deformities and use them to be the aliens. And then- That's terrible. Isn't that horrible? Like so messed up. And so people, like people in government who have been abducted, they're sharing these stories about how they've like been abducted by aliens. But it's like, it's believed that it's all been, it's all through the government. Like they actually believe that they got abducted, but they really didn't. It was all fake. Oh my gosh. I'm like speechless. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that and I was like, oh my gosh. Like how messed up is that? Like all because they want world power and they want us to be afraid of aliens so that they can have world power. Yeah, of course, this is a conspiracy. We're not saying any of this, but we're not not saying it. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, uh, we have to point that out. Don't come for us. (laughs) Um, This is all for entertainment purposes. Yes, of course. (laughs) But um, yeah, I just thought that was like so interesting. Um, So that being said, 
I'm gonna go I want to go more into detail because we're already kind of like far into this episode and we don't have a lot of time left but I want to go in detail about the communication with these aliens or extraterrestrials because this is something that Stephen Greer is super well known for it's called the CE5 protocol and his belief is that we can communicate um through meditation and through telepathy or through like out-of-body experiences and Mm. Like, basically through our minds. Um, Not gonna lie, me and Kenzie were just talking about this the other day when we were watching... Multiverse of Madness. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So... It was a creepy movie, honestly. It was creepy. It was good. But, yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. What I think is so interesting about this is his perspective. Is that I personally feel like I can communicate with plants and animals. Not like I can hear what they're saying. But... I don't know if you guys have ever felt this. Yeah. Well, I have with like my family members. My mom and I will play games together. And um, let's just say our family friends no longer let us be on a team together because it's it's weird. Like we can almost communicate with our minds because I don't know. We'll like play mm-hmm. these games and I will just know what she's thinking before I have to go up and guess whatever she's thinking. So yeah, exactly. So it's like that's what I feel like it is, is we as humans, and I feel like this is related to, again, like this a lot has to do with like some of my religious beliefs of like, you know, feeling the spirit and feeling like you can communicate with God, even though he's not here. I think that we can communicate with people. We can communicate with animals. I've thought about this and me and my dad, he's kind of, my dad has gone on like little Indian expeditions, like on his own in the woods and like talk to plants. And it sounds like weird, but well, it's like scientifically proven that plants grow faster and better mm-hmm. when you talk to them. Yeah, it's true. There's been times where like I tried to kind of do it myself. I tried to communicate with my with animals. Like when we go to the aquarium, for example, you know how if you go to, there's an aquarium here where you can actually like touch Yeah um, oh, stingrays. stingrays. Yeah. And every time I go, I really want them to come to me. And so I just kind of put myself in this mindset where I tried to get on their level and I just tried to feel them and I just tried to feel this love and gratitude for them. And every time they come to me. That's so crazy. They they almost swarm to me. Okay, also there's like techniques with training dogs where Mm, you just love and you get like on their level of um, like love and appreciation for them and it has been proven that they potty train better. Yeah. Well, and like I work a lot with this kind of stuff, like specifically like manifesting and like that same thing with drawing animals in. Um, people can like learn how to shift their energy so that they're attracting things, right? Mm-hmm. Just like manifesting. I totally believe like people can do that all the time and they're just not accessing it. So I totally, yeah. I totally believe that. Oh good. I'm like, I'm so happy that I like, this no, is so normal this to you is guys. Something We're all crazy. and I talk about this all the time. <laughs> like, I think we paused the movie for like a whole hour to talk about something like this. No, I literally, I love that. I think it's so interesting. Like really that your mind has so much power. Yeah. Well, and we only use how much a percent of our brain mm-hmm. and energy, like we could do so much if we can access all that energy and like learn how to harness it yeah and have you ever heard like the theory um i i i have a heart i don't want to like say this and this is not like a church belief this is not something that we believe in the church but there's like this theory that in heaven 
we'll be able to communicate without talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that. Like through our spirits. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we can still do that right now. Like we can communicate through our spirits. 100%. 100%. And like, there's so many theories where like you can, um, like use your spirit to manifest things and do things like there, there's no way that that energy is like just from us that has to mm-hmm. be like a heavenly thing yeah mm-hmm. exactly and so why not be able to communicate with aliens like we can communicate yeah, with totally. all these other things like why can't we communicate with aliens so what's interesting about Stephen greer is his perspective isn't really like a religious perspective like mine because you know obviously like i'm more religious than scientific but he talks about consciousness that's his way of putting this this being able to communicate with other creatures without talking to them physically like through your mind he calls it consciousness and that's basically what a ce5 protocol is so it's like a um i think it's 10 steps maybe eight or nine steps i i just looked it up the other day same thing but you go through this step process of meditation so like First, you like sit down and you go out to a quiet place where you're just by yourself or you're with a group of people that's all doing the CE5 protocol together. And you basically meditate together. Wait, I feel like I want to do this. Oh, (laughs) dude, me and dad are already planning it. If you guys want to come. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) We are coming. I'm already there. So. Did not even have to uh, convince me or anything. (laughs) I'm there. So, um, but. Yeah, so you basically meditate and usually it takes like, you meditate for like 30-ish minutes and then you wait a few hours for like this to work. People have gone out in groups and you it's better to do it with a group because it's a little less scary. <laughs> but they like go out into like, they go out on the beach, they go somewhere where there's like clear skies where you can see a lot. And then they do this CE5 protocol of meditation and within a few hours, they see a UFO or they see weird lights in the sky and like you use like a laser to like communicate back with them so you like if you see a light in the sky that shows you shine a laser like at the at the light and then so that they know that you can see them and then they will show another light and it's so cool because they will literally come and in this meditation you're basically it like tells you to like show them where you are so you like try to figure out where they are in the universe and then you like show them like you kind of zoom into the earth and like where you're what city you're in where you're at and then they can come to you within a few hours gotcha so like is it like using your energy to like be able to see it or are you drawing them to you you're drawing them to you gotcha okay so it's basically like you're you're through what he calls um consciousness you're able to communicate with them and tell them where you are and they can come to you you can say you basically will state your purpose with them in this meditation you state your purpose you're like i like my purpose is like like i'm coming from a place of love and respect yeah. and i just want to see that you're there like we just want to communicate with you and they'll come i would not want to do this alone so like no. yeah definitely the group would be a better option yeah. <laughs> and that'd like, be terrifying yeah and it is like it's kind of scary because we like we don't know these extraterrestrials yeah. we don't know their purpose but and you don't know if it's gonna be like the good ones that come you know yeah, exactly and so you do want to be cautious but i just want to try it because it sounds so yeah. interesting and, well, and what's the worst that will happen you meditated in, in the woods like what yeah like that's the worst <laughs> that will happen exactly so yeah i just thought i just wanted to share that with you guys because i think it's so cool and i've been doing so much like 
I've been so into it. And so, yeah, me and dad were talking about going down to Goblin Valley because it's like the clearest skies and then doing this CE5 protocol. So, well, and now me and Savaya. So, oh, yeah, of course. So, yeah, the you guys four can of us. Too. <laughs> yeah, the four of us will all go and we'll, if any of you want to join, <laughs> just but let yeah. us know. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can look it up. You just look up CE5 protocol and their website will show up. Something that is really weird though, which is a side note. Is like this documentary is new and you can watch it on Prime. But um, I looked up Stephen Greer and there's like this website where people are like asking questions and commenting about Stephen Greer and about aliens in general. And apparently like nobody knows what happened to Stephen Greer after he came out with this documentary. He just like disappeared? He just disappeared. Oh my god! And a lot of other people who have like tried to talk about this, like a lot of his friends and people that worked with him have quote unquote disappeared yes quote unquote committed suicide or quote unquote like weird stuff and so it's so interesting because you're like why obviously something is trying to prevent us from someone some a group of people possibly the government is like you know they could be trying to prevent us from having these experiences because they know that aliens are good and they're trying to protect us they're trying to help us i'm shocked right now yeah this is all so wild. <laughs> I love talking conspiracies too. This is fun. Yeah. So again, all of this is for entertainment purposes. Not saying we yeah. believe <clears throat> all of this stuff, even though a lot of it is like, I feel like it is very under, like I understand a lot of it. And I understand. Yeah. And a lot from. of it is actually scientific based. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of evidence to back it up, but there's also a lot of open and gray areas where like mm-hmm. it's open to interpretation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I do want to say two of my stories come from the amazing Ashley Flowers. Uh, Savaya and I have been listening to her podcast for so long. And those two stories. What podcast? uh, One was on Crime Junkie and one was on her new one, Supernatural. Oh, can't you listen to her It's so good. Okay, I'm so excited. Oh. Yeah, but the two of my stories were from her podcast. That, like, that's how I heard about them, and then I looked into them myself. But I wanted to give her that credit. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think that's all we have. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we covered everything we wanted to talk about. And more. <laughs> and yeah. more, yeah. You guys probably got way more than we you We definitely went off in a, <laughs> in a tangent there for a second. Yeah, yeah. that's what we love. We hope we didn't scare you guys away. We promise we're normal people. We're not crazy. We're just us. <laughs> we're just three normal girls in our 20s. <laughs> but we just love researching conspiracy theories and watching documentaries. And it's yeah, it's stuff. just all interesting. Like we, we all just love learning about things. So that's just what's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we hope that this didn't scare you. We hope that you guys enjoyed this. Maybe you got some entertainment. Maybe learn some stuff. Maybe... You guys can do some more research into these conspiracies. Maybe we convince you to also do the CE5 protocol. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Hope you guys all have a lovely week. And thank you so much, Kenzie, for coming on the podcast Yeah, no today. problem. I loved it. It was so fun. Yeah, it was very fun. I think this is like definitely one of my, like, you know, I feel like we have episodes that are like fun to record, but then there's some that are just like so much fun yeah and yeah. i feel like this was perfect I, this was so fun and this one was like one of the best ones that i could have come on well oh, yeah, yeah like with our guests i want to make sure that it's something that they're into or passionate about and i knew that i wanted to have you on the podcast i didn't know what for though but then yeah. when you when we started talking about this stuff i was like this is it this is the one mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so perfect and all of your stories were so awesome and you really just like added that extra like oh 
to them. Thank so, you. So. I, I love being here. <laughs> thank you so much. And yes, thank you again for all of you guys for listening. Um, also, stay tuned on our Instagram for our giveaway. Um, we will be announcing that on our Instagram, by the way, not on the podcast. So if you listen to the podcast and you don't follow us on the Instagram and you want to enter the giveaway or you did enter the giveaway, make sure to follow our Instagram so that you guys can see that and stay updated on who the winner is. Well, we will catch you next week. We love you. Bye. Bye.